Jason, explain to me the dragons! Hmm. I forget what gold dragons do in terms of damage. I don't know. I don't remember exactly all the stuff. Were those the lightning ones? No, they just spit gold at you. Molten gold. Yeah. Blech. That's honestly worse. Yeah, that'd be... <laughs> <laughs> Basically straight magma stream. The Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. I'm Jason. And this time we played Dragon Rage. Dragon Rage. Oh, that's so much better than I did. Ah, Dragon Rage developed and published by the 3DO Company. Remember those guys, Jason? Bum, 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 3DO. I know you've never heard of them before. Uh, released November 2001 on the PS2. Goodness gracious. They made a console game. Those fools. <laughs> Great. Balls of Dragonfire? Yeah. Uh, so 3DO is the main company. I guess uh, for anyone who like hasn't watched the old stream, since I haven't done a Might and Magic stream in a while. God, it has been a minute. Yeah. Um, probably my one of my favorite game series of all time. I have hundreds of hours in both six, seven, and eight. I think you have that much time in recent years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not including whatever you did before. Correct. I have hundreds of hours on GOG. Yeah. Uh, Might and Magic is a series of RPGs developed by New World Computing initially, who were then purchased and like folded into 3DO. Uh, so 3DO as the larger company, New World Computing was the ones who did the mainline Might and Magic game. Uh, I believe 3DO also, because uh, under that was the Heroes of Might and Magic stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, that, I believe, was a different development arm. And then whoever did this Dragon Rage nonsense. Uh, I mean, I just have it listed 3DO, but... But like, Again, it, internal development arms, so it's not like they're going to say. Oh, yeah, fair enough. So um, what the hell is a Dragon Rage, Jason? Bruh, so initially it was, what was it? You got the thing up, I'm pretty sure. Uh, oh, no! Is it Dragons of Might and Magic or like the Dragon Wars of Might and Magic? Yes, Dragon Wars of Might and Magic. Yeah, so initially conceptualized as Dragon Wars of Might and Magic. It is a dragon-based game initially supposed to be set in the world of Might and Magic. I will briefly not go over Might and Magic here. Maybe later we'll talk more about how much I love this series and some of the dumb shit it does. It do be wild. It's it's wildum. <laughs> it is some straight up like dude basically made like a RPG world and then they built games around it like a tabletop RPG, which is hilarious. And I definitely want to run a game it. Is it really? A this whole thing is based off like uh, it doesn't have its own official like rules outside of it because I mean, you can like if you go through all the math and stuff of my magic, uh -huh. it's clearly based on like D yeah, and sure. how everything works. And then like the world I'm pretty sure the because you see it's a 3DO, New World Computing, a John Van Cunningham production. Uh, he is the one who's responsible for writing all of the lore, I'm pretty sure. Oh. This is just his D&D world, basically, that he Shit. made. And it's wild. It's a wild time. It's fucking crazy. And I wish there was some any of that a little bit trickled into this game because there's a severe lack of alien. That's true, yeah. No angels and demons from outer space. Yep. And honestly, that's bullshit. Yeah, right? Well, how come you can't swim under, fly underwater? I'd swim. <laughs> underwater to get to the mothership. Where's my laser gun? Right? I miss all the things. Well, that's why they took the Might and Magic name off of it. Yeah. And now it's just Dragon Rage. I like this. It has fuck all nothing to do with Might and Magic, which is why it's not part of Might and Magic. Because yeah. 
as well as this was a game that came out uh i already forgot if you covered uh 2001 right and i did two- say that yes yeah and 2001 uh is when this thing came out uh 3do as a company that you know owned new world computer and everything they went out of business at the beginning of 2003 whoops this is one of the last games they ever produced uh new world computing as well uh was working on might magic 9 at the time which famously came out in 2002 and was horribly rushed and unfinished and was the death knell of the company dang it i was gonna say everyone's favorite might and magic yeah so uh if you're listening and you've suggested for us to play might magic 9 like roughly a dozen times Hey, uh, I started it. We're playing Dragon Rage instead because it's way shorter. Like, I don't... The Might and Magic series is a goddamn impenetrable mess to me. Yeah. And, like, I, I, I tried 9. I don't... I hate it. Which is funny, as I've said, is 9, they uh, decided to try to do something different in many different respects. Like, the whole way the game is set up, lots of different things about the game are very different than the preceding ones. Yeah. Which is a uh, real weird, like, if you jump in at 9, it's so... You're not getting any of the stuff from before, but you're also not getting, like, an actually well-built game. Because, again, uh, it was rushed and unfinished and then just shoved out the door. Like uh, this game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like this game. So Dragon Rage, you play as Kale. Mm-hmm. I will save all uh, jokes till the end about uh, what is Kale's brother's name in uh, the movie. Oh, oh my God. We were just talking about this too. God damn it. Ah, fucking Kang and Kodos. Right. It's fucking name. If you don't know, in one of Neil Breen's latest films, he plays a pair of twins named Kale and Kane. Is it Kane? I think so. Oh, I'm pulling it up now. Why would this say? Uh, Cade? Oh, Cade. That's it. Cade Altair? Why do they even have it? Like, who? Like, the next character is Alana. Doesn't have a last name. Donna doesn't have a last name. Mm-hmm. What? Whatever. Only Neil Breen's characters get last names. No, that's fair. If you're not the Breen, you don't get a last name. If you're not the Breen, you're not in the scene. <laughs> uh, not enough dick. <laughs> This is going to be the whole episode scrapping, folks. <laughs> You're just talking about Neil Breen now. <laughs> it's Breen time, baby! Uh, so Dragon Rage, you're playing as Kale, the last <laughs> dragon or something, which is weird because, like, you're not. You're not. But, like, you are, but you're not. Yeah, right, because the uh, intro cinematic, which plays when you boot the game, and then again when you start the first chapter, it starts at the tutorial, and then you get the same thing at the first chapter for reasons, yeah. like file not found or some shit. Like, what, why does it do that? Doesn't matter. There's an assembly line of uh, dragon juicing, and then Kale's the last one. Right, so the dragons are literally hung upside down like a slaughterhouse, and they're like, they explain that the orcs control the dragons because the orcs have the dragonium or whatever. It starts with a Z. I do not care. And, uh... No, it's fair. They, they're using their power of control over dragons to just juice them just juice them for that good dragon power which like are they because what are they even doing with it nothing they're just juicing them legitimately the wikipedia article doesn't even say what they call it in the game yeah so like they basically it takes them over this like pit of lava this like spiked collar goes around their neck and then they go and then it retreats and they drop their limp now now limp body into the lava and you're like I don't know what's happening, Mm -hmm. but it controls the dragons uh, until Kale has, like, an out-of-body experience. It's the tutorial. You uh, play the tutorial, and then they replay this whole thing. And that out-of-body experience gives you the power of the dragons, which you've been missing. All dragons have been missing for hundreds of years because the orcs stole it. 
Well, then why are they juicing the dragons? I don't know. <laughs> so you break out, uh, and now it is time for Kale to find a helper. I wouldn't say that's how that works so much as your sprite friend uh, forces herself upon Kale. Yeah. Uh, you destroy a bunch of like orc carts and then one of them is this pixie and she's like, hey, we're together now. You're my best friend. Yeah. Jason, can you, uh, can you describe the sprite for me? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, she is really high pitched voice, super annoying, huge tits. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah. It's like if you gave Navi tits, it's fucking wild. Uh, they straight, like, you know that really kind of old school fantasy, like, elf slash pixie kind of, she's just wearing almost nothing and then just has a huge bosom. <laughs> hey, she got cakes too. Probably. She's like if uh, somebody took a pinup girl and yeah. just like made it, gave them fucking fairy wings. It's wild. <laughs> because then it's funny because Kale just ignores her. Yeah, Kale doesn't give a shit. And not at all. Uh, the surprise name is Adara, by the way. Sure. And she tags along. She's basically like, hey, you freed me, so now we're best friends and I'm gonna help you. Yeah, I will help you do some dragon shit if you help me get the sprites out. And Kale's like, uh, dragon version of a shrug? He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Because, like, Kale doesn't talk. He's in the silent protag phase of game development. I assumed it's because he was a dragon and he just didn't speak. I don't know. I mean, he does at the end. So... So he can. Yeah. He chooses not to. That's how annoying she is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So now begins your quest of, like, there's only, like, 14 things? 14, yeah. Uh, And uh, most of them are the same. Really, there's, like, two. Yeah, so you, um, you blow up stuff, you get... Dragon eggs back. You need to refound the dragon home at the boneyard, dragon barrow, whatever. And so you go kill all the orcs there, and then you place the eggs. Then you have to defend the eggs, and then you have to go on the offensive. Yeah, and then uh, Adara gets captured again, and yeah. you go get her back. And then there's a wizard. And the wizard bamboozles you, and he melts a dude's face for no real reason. I mean, if you had the power to melt faces, would you not use it? I mean, I just I didn't understand why this happens in a cutscene. Where, uh, like, some orc guard runs up these stairs to this wizard who's, like, on this ladder and some bookshelves with a bunch of vials and shit. He goes, ah, they've, the dragons escaped. They're attacking and ransacking everything. We have to do something. And the wizard's like, hey, can you push me over here? And the guy's like, oh, yeah. So what, what's the plan? What's the plan? And he takes a vial off the shelf and he just dumps it in his face and he just melts into bones. And he's like, ha, 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 that dragon's going to set me free. And you're like, what? I don't. Are, are you sure you're captured, right? Because, like, it kind of seems like what with dudes running to ask you for help and shit that, like, maybe you're kind of in charge here. Also, like, you have the power to just melt your fellow orcs. Whatever. It's, uh, I can't say it's neither here nor there because it is a plot point, technically. A plot point that will never be resolved. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's after that? You have more battles? <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's fucking more battles. Uh, like, you break the wizard out, and he's like, Yay, I'm free. Uh, I'm gonna take your sprite, and you can't touch me, because I'm a wizard. And Kale's like, boo. And then he fucks off with the sprite, and then you immediately get her back. And then mm-hmm. he runs to with some orc general who's slurping. Like, he's always eating. Yeah. Like, that's the joke, right? Like, yes. He's, he's just fat. And- he's, uh, why am I blanking on the actor's name? The famous one, who's always eating. Brad Pitt? Brad Pitt. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Weird call, sure. I mean, 
Yes, I, I see the, the line there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. So anyway, the general uh, is like, I guess technically final boss. Yeah. Uh, if you were wondering, Brad Pitt eats in every movie like Tom Hanks pees in every movie. Seriously, yeah. watch a Tom Hanks movie. He pees in it somewhere. Hmm. I hadn't uh, checked that. Maybe I will now. Uh, Tom uh, Tom Cruise runs. Well, yeah. Tom same Cruise thing. always runs. Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt's eating is by far the funniest. Uh, that seems more normal to me than Tom Hank needing to pee on camera. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I just love that man's just chomping down all yeah. the time. Fuck yeah. Look at skinny bastard. He's got yeah. Eat. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you fight, and then you fight the general, and it's a miserable fight, and it takes forever. <laughs> <laughs> so, what kind of game is this? This is a dragon simulator. Now, you might ask yourself, the fuck does that mean? You are a dragon, uh, which means most of the game is spent flying around. Yeah. You fly around, and you can shoot fireballs. You can pick stuff up and drop them. You can swoop down and eat animals and people uh, off the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a couple of different powers. There's gems that give you different powers. Uh, red gives you stronger fireballs. I mean, just fire. But yeah, if you pick up multiple of the same gem, they get stronger. Uh, well, because you can always shoot a breath attack. Yeah, so the gems change the breath attack and then the other special abilities. So, uh, Wind yeah. makes you fly faster. You're right. Red is fireball and stronger fireball. Yeah, whereas wind will make you fly faster. Stone gives you armor. Blue water lets you reflect projectiles. Yes. I feel like I'm missing one. No, that's it. Okay. And then you have the, uh, you feed the altar cow souls. If you eat... Every time you eat a cow, you get a cow soul. If you eat five cows, mm-hmm. you can feed those to the altar, and the cow souls give you an ultimate attack. Yeah, which is um, do a flamethrower, uh, shoot a bunch of ice projectiles, because the water, you shoot icicles. You, what does the lightning do? I don't actually know. I think it just like causes lightning to hit in the area. Oh, sure. It's just like the ground one, instead of, it just makes an earthquake. Yeah. Because the like, ground breath attack, you like, Puke up a bowling ball. Yep, it just like rolls for a bit and fucks shit up. a boulder that rolls like a bowling ball. Yeah, it's by far the best one. It does the most damage to all, all the things. It does a lot of damage. Yeah. Well, it's like, why were you wasting your time with the icicle? Sure, you can shoot them fast, but it does fuck all nothing. It's like the lightning. Oh, my God. You shoot out the lightning breath, and then it, like, chain lightning shit, which would be awesome if it did damage, but it doesn't. It just shoots mommy kisses and tickles, and you're like, Yeah, because you can hit a bunch of enemies with it, they really nerfed how much damage it does. Sure. I'm guessing that straight up it is. It's probably, yeah. The earth one is by far the hardest to control and aim. Yeah. So it does the most damage. Which is funny, because it auto-aims, so, like... Yep. I mean, all of the projectiles auto-aim, but, like, you huck a boulder and, like, sure, you can't hit anything in the air, but anything that's on the ground is fucked, which is handy for those missions where you have to take out a bunch of buildings. Yeah. Oh, you got to go destroy the city, which sounds a lot more fun than it is, really. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Usually, I would just go pile up cow souls and then just hit them with an ultimate. It just levels the whole city. Oh, I just grabbed the earth. Like, that final mission, you have to take out a city before the general shows up. So, like, I just grabbed the bowling ball and I just, like, did a lap, just randomly hucking the bowling balls and it because they roll and just take out buildings that, like, I was saving my castles for that prick because that fight takes forever. Oh, reasonable. It didn't even help. Like, that's that's the worst part. That's kind of funny. Yeah, because, like, all the other bosses get the ultimate and, like, their health bar. Oh, it fucking, trucks them. Yeah, they just, you just shit on them. The, the last boss, the the general, like, um, it's in three parts, so you can only take him down so much that mm. he fucks off. But, like, your ultimate does as much damage as a normal attack. You're like, whoa, no, why? Well, well he's the final boss, so we gotta make it harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Oh. Gotta make it hard. Did we? No. Uh, and that's basically the whole thing. At the end, you beat the general and Kale has like... The eggs hatch. Yeah, something about... And then Adara's like, look, the eggs are hatching. And Kale goes, they think I'm their mom. The only line he's got the entire game. Yeah, so he has to raise them. Yeah. Aha. Okay. Bad dad, dragon dad. We don't know that he's a bad dad or a bad dragon. I don't think he's going to talk. He gets one word every couple months. Hey, I mean, like, it's not a uh, fucking Navi. So, like, maybe he wants to talk to them. Maybe. Probably not. But maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the whole thing is just uh, surprisingly, like, okay, how do how do I explain how short and long and, like, repetitive this game is? Right, like, because it's, what, like a three-hour runtime? Three and a half? Something like that. Like, uh, assuming you didn't have to replay missions over and over because the game's bullshit, like, it wouldn't take you long to clear through it. No, because as you play, every uh, mission is a section of the map. So, you, like, you play a, a section, and then it moves like that unlocks and like the next section of the map. Yeah. Which is kind of, you know, like a great feature for letting you know approximately how far you are. It's a bad feature uh, because you don't fill out the whole map. Uh-huh. And you don't know that till the end. Yeah, it just ends and you're like, wait, what about the rest of the levels? And they're like, we didn't do those. Hooray. Just kind of all right, honestly. I mean, yeah, more levels would not have made this game more good. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> just flat no yeah so it really does like it's a flight sim you're you know ace combat but you're a dragon uh, but there's no aerial combat it's basically almost entirely uh air to ground combat which feels weird the uh whole like feeling like a dragon like empowerment fantasy is not really there i mean like that's the goal right but you aren't very good. Like, you can get sniped out of the air. Uh, yeah, like, which is weird because you are able to, like, uh, you've got moves you can do. You can uh, do a barrel roll to try and dodge. Uh, you can strafe. You can uh, hit a button to just do a 180 and yeah. flip around to any other way. But, like, the dodge isn't good. Even when you roll, like, it shit still just hits you. Yeah. It's like, well, it's weird. Yeah, I found myself constantly taking random chip damage from all sorts of things. Yes. Uh, but then you just swoop down and eat a dude. Well, dudes don't give you health. Dudes give you your magic back. Yeah, I mean, you eat an animal and your health. Yeah, because uh, you only have so much magic. You can only do so much at any given time before you run out, which is uh, mechanic. Like, I get for gameplay reasons why it's there, yeah. but, like, it doesn't feel good. No. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, so this is, uh, I don't know, it's funny because uh, we talked about this a bit before and now and like, there's so much not to say about this game. For me personally, uh, this game is over 20 years old. Yeah. <laughs> like, it came out in 2001 and like, it absolutely sucks, but uh, it uh, is a game from a company that went out of business like a year after it came out and it basically clearly didn't get finished. And they were trying something that, like, other people have tried since. Uh, there was a brief stream long time ago at this point where uh, someone bought me Dragon the Game on Steam. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is uh, very much the same idea. It's like, be a dragon, destroy town. Rawr. That game is a janky broken mess. Uh, <laughs> well, like, I think it's, uh, God, what is it I'm thinking of? Like, Guard maybe, that does the same thing where it feels like uh, a flight game, but you're a dragon and you just run around and fuck shit up. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, like, 
that's on paper. Fuck yeah. Like, let's do our dragon power fantasy. That sounds awesome. Right? Like that's that's what I think you'd want. Uh, but then the power fantasy is not there. Oh, I, I mentioned Kale has levels. Right. That's what I didn't get. So like the mission select screen, right? Uh, you have the option of going back to the main menu, looking at the map and then a character screen. So I was like, so do we get like we have these eggs? Do they hatch and I get to change to a different dragon? Like that's what I thought. What maybe. the fuck? That never comes up. No, instead what happens is uh, on certain levels you get to to quote unquote upgrade. Yep. But it's a red, white, blue, or green circle you fly into, and it doesn't, like, nothing tells you what that means. Yeah, it's like your, what is it, like, speed control something something? Yeah, speed control something something. Yeah, because yeah. you got four stats, and so you level up and you get to upgrade a stat. Yeah, but you would only know what that is if you actually went to the character screen and paid attention to the color coding on what those are. And I don't even think that they're color coded in that they're screen. They're not. Of course they're not. So, like, what are these? Yeah. So that's the whole uh, another part of it is like, okay, if you're doing like a you get stronger RPG ish type thing, it's so stripped down and basically not there. What are we doing? Uh, Yeah, it's not really an RPG because like I don't get to pick the points and like there is no XP bar and like you automatically get it between levels so if they strip that out nothing would change nothing would change yep so it's just like this weird extraneous system that i don't know again uh, the history of the company this game came out right before they folded i don't know if they had bigger plans for this game or not uh like probably because with the way that it just stops that like surely they ran out of time or budget or like there had to be more because like you have the map spaces there's uh what three left by the time that you're done yeah so like if the plan was always to end it there why wouldn't you cover the entire map right and again initially it was uh thought to be a part of might and magic and then that got stripped out and it really feels like for me that this was a game that was just kind of scrambled together they had the idea of you know oh dragon flying around that'll be fun and then they uh didn't really execute on it and they just had to put something out yeah. to try to stem the bleeding of the company and it didn't work and it didn't work because the game's bad Yes, weird weird and like there's so many times where like given what we do we play something that feels rushed or like they lost whatever they were doing like halfway through like how many games like we started and then as the game progresses it like gets worse and worse and worse oh all the time there's so many games we play where like by the time you get to the end it is so much glitchier and like hollow and empty yeah so like this time is like they didn't really have too many ideas to begin with and then the game just goes and stop yep (laughs) okay yeah and it's a weird one because uh it is so old i have no idea if any of the people who worked on this game are still in game development right like I was like, I want, like, because it's a PS2 game, right? And because this game came out in 2001, excuse me, and it's 2023 time of recording, it looks like ass, but it doesn't look worse than any other PS2 game, I don't think. Not really. And, like, maybe that's just, you know, looking back at some of the stuff that, like, it's hard to say because, like, I was playing it on the, you know, the flat screen TV I have in here. Uh, at 16 by 9 so it it looks weird and shitty and like i couldn't tell at a distance what anything was but i can't really fault it because like 
I don't, maybe it would have looked better at four by three on a CRT, right? <laughs> right. Uh, like I had it resized. Yeah. It looks better, but it's still a pretty muddy composition. Yeah. Uh, which isn't that surprising for long periods of video gaming. Uh, when you wanted something to be serious or at least semi-serious, you went with uh, lots of browns sure. in your color palette, which is not great. No, especially like, and I get we're doing a lot of uh, natural landscapes, so you're, uh, you know, destroying a city and flying around and shit. But yeah, the game has a real muted color palette, which sucks to differentiate stuff and now you think like oh hey so that means that like the white and black cow sticks out a little better well not when it's you know a quarter mile away so it's a single fucking pixel like you can't tell what the shit that is yeah or like the orcs which are now uh instead of gray and green when you get up to it because they have armor just a green spot on a green background (laughs) like i I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to be Yeah, and, you know, you're flying around and clearly the limitations of the PS2 uh, rear its head where you get some pop in, but there's also just like so little actual terrain. Yeah, like it's PS2, so draw distance ain't great. And they paint everything green so there's a lot of grass everywhere not that it you know waves or anything but there aren't like trees or forests no Uh, there's not very many features because they can't Uh which is fine but like it's fine because the game is so old if you were to play this now you'd be like wow there's nothing yeah yeah right but it's it's hard to knock how barren it is because right you know that like the PS2 would not have held up just straight up. It would not have done well. Yeah. Just a weird thing. Like, I think... I mean, that's not to say that they couldn't have, but like... No, but there's an interesting, like, I am curious what a game like this would look like now. Yeah. You know, we've seen Flight Simulator, Microsoft Flight Simulator, mm-hmm. and how, like, detailed you could make the world. Yeah. And like, can I just get that and fly around as a dragon and burn down buildings? Yes. Right? What's well, like, what cracked me up uh, endlessly in this game is how different the dragon model is between cutscene and gameplay. Oh, yeah. Like, it doesn't even look like the same dragon. Because in the cutscene, it's, uh, here's a dragon. Yeah. And then here's the gameplay, and you're like, here's some dragon-shaped polygons. Yep, here is a paper mache polygon dragon. And you're like, it's the colors aren't even the same. Yeah. Like, ah, they're close. It's fine. Basically the same. <laughs> well, yeah, they didn't have enough time to render the dragon. They were spending too much time rendering the pixie. That's true. Uh, you can tell where they spent the time, and it's Kirby. See, now, like, gameplay, she's just uh, the, your little Navi spark floating around. And there are other sprites. You don't see them modeled. You can guess what they look like, given how Adara looks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else we got here. Uh, game probably had music. I wouldn't know. It did. It's repetitive in there. Like it, uh, it serves a purpose for its theme. I don't think it's done particularly well, but it isn't bad enough that it's memorable either. Yeah. Uh, really, I don't have much more to say because there isn't much more to this game, right? Like. It's a weird little uh, relic out of time at this point. Uh, you can say so many bad things about it because the game's not good. No. Um, huh? I didn't enjoy my time playing it. The game is quite short, which was nice for us, yes. for our purposes. Uh but like I I I do want to say that I've definitely seen people making more games in this genre, and I really haven't seen anyone succeed at it. Uh, I haven't either. But like I don't seek out uh, like aerial combat games either. Neither do I. But uh, so if uh, someone knows of one, you know, I'd be curious to see what it looks like. But uh, yeah, it's an interesting where like how does how do you end up on this as like this is the game we want to make? Admittedly, seems kind 
kind of interesting and there's the fact that it's popped up multiple times there is clearly a crowd who are interested in making and or playing a game like bud has not worked out yeah bad game bad time don't buy yeah right like i i can i can see the audience i don't i don't know why you'd pick this one unless you're into like you're just trying to get all the uh might and magic spinoffs right it's a weird thing because it uh, because they pulled the name, it's not even a Might and Magic game technically, mm-hmm. which again, even as like, I love Might and Magic, the series through the whole thing, like, and I, I will probably talk about this more in like a few minutes because we currently don't have any uh, letters from listeners. So I will get to talk about Might and Magic at you for a moment, but uh, it, Might and Magic still has a weirdly l- large following. And by that, I mean, it's very small, but the fact that it's for games that are over like two decades old, weirdly large. Yeah. 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 For games that are over two decades old and released only on PC, very few of those games uh, still exist in anyone's memories. Yeah. It isn't like, uh, you know, uh, any kids are going out and clamoring, searching their uh, used game stores because you can buy used game PC games. I mean, you can, but like, where the fuck do you see those at? Right. For some Might and Magic games. How many games, right? If you get the actual game uh, physical copy how many fucking computers nowadays even have cd drives right good luck and even the old ones don't aren't aren't even on cd the old ones are on floppy disks yeah and like seriously think about this when's the last time you saw a floppy drive i honestly don't know uh i can but i've got one at my desk at work but like when's the last time i saw one like in a machine oh fuck right (laughs) uh yeah so it's uh old that's one of my biggest takeaways from this game is very old and really shows like where uh you know game development has come and gone yes yeah yeah right like i can't say i recommend this and i can't even give it my old standby of like oh if you're collecting for because i don't like who collects for ps2 you would have to buy like infinite games there's so many games under ps2 oh yeah you mean the console with the most games ever published for it yes and like that's what you're after like good on you but like i because i don't seek out this kind of game i can't give you a better recommendation i i know that there are games that do this that are maybe prettier maybe you do more maybe there's more game to it but like this one is just so repetitive yeah that like and i i hate to use the word so often in so many episodes but like uh one of the things that really turns me off from a game is tedious gameplay and when you have to do the same thing for uh 14 stages it just feels tedious yeah yeah it's boring yeah so you know and outside of trying to get all the 3do games because you're that big a fan of them and you know good on you I don't recommend it. Yeah, so now we would answer letters from listeners like you. Ooh. But as I said, we're out of letters. Aww. So uh, email thebadgamecast at gmail.com. Give us some stuff to talk about. Uh, in the meantime, yeah, I guess I'll talk about 3DO as a company. Oh, God. Uh, namely that, yes, uh, they acquired New World Computing, who does uh, Might and Magic. And Might and Magic 1 and 2 are rough, right? So those are really, really old school RPGs. They're uh, grid-based movement. Uh, all of these, I suppose I should say, for people who don't know, are uh, party-based RPGs. So if you want to play D&D and you don't have friends and you don't mind games from the 90s that look like dirt... Have I got the games for you? Look, as an outsider, right? I don't think any of that's true besides it looks like dirt, which is true. 
Because, like, it feels so fucking impenetrable when you're just like, how do I level up? Oh, well, you have to go find a guy to train you. And you're like, where the fuck do I find that? Oh, somebody mentioned it somewhere, but you weren't paying attention because you were trying to figure out what the fucking buttons are, is my experience with this game. That series, by which I mean no. <laughs> uh, for starters, he's only played nine and two. Yeah, like, in... Yeah, no, in all fairness, yes. I, in, I've only played nine for a Six few and seven, like, yeah, there's a uh, training hall, and there's a training hall in every single town. And you go in, and the guy's, uh, you're looking for some training, and his option, pay him money to level up, or you need this much experience to level up. Sure. So, like, it's right there. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things is six, uh, particularly, I think, is uh, so well liked. It, one, it's their first, like, real 3D one. Yeah. Uh, it also, it does a lot better job of, like, explaining shit. Sure. Um, then, like, the oldest ones, again, kind of a nightmare to play at them. One, their compatibility is all over the place. Yeah. Uh, between, like, one and two. Only grid-based movement, it's super clunky, and, like, again, the compatibility is really bad, where, like, sometimes it gets all weird. Yeah. Uh, three... I did not have a great time with four and five are where they kind of hit a stride. It's super weird. Four and five are crazy. Uh, lore wise. So like six and seven, you get some of this, but four and five are where the, uh, some of the like background lore comes from and it's wild. Sure. Uh, so four and five are world of zine, uh, cloud of zine. And basically it sets up this whole like fantasy world and you're just like doing regular fantasy ass shit. But because of the limit, of the time as you explore you reach the edge of the map yeah right and that's just the hard edge of the map and uh the way they explain that is that's fucking space oh uh because you're on a disc world basically oh shit so like when you reach the edge of the map that's the edge of the world hmm. <laughs> and you're like oh wait what's on the other side of the disc that's the other game so four is the top of the world and five is the underside dark uh, side of the world hell yeah yeah it's uh so it's yeah whatever cloud of zine and dark side of and the whole thing world okay that's how it works so like it's this really weird like and then they go into how like yeah it's this fucking disc world that's like hurling through space uh as like this rogue android has taken over and like it's fucking wild <laughs> that is the one thing i've always appreciated is like you go from like uh fantasy just like hard fantasy mm -hmm. And then suddenly sci-fi. And yeah. you're like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I've, I've talked about this, and I love that about these games, because all of them from this point on do that, where, like, because uh, 4 and 5 do that, where you're, again, you're just a merry adventuring party, and then, yeah, you kind of reach the edge of the world, and you're like, oh, this is the edge of the map. Maybe it's the limitations of the time. And then, like, you start reading the lore, and you enter, you find a spaceship. Yeah crashed on like one of the sides of the planet and they're like no no this whole flat plane is the planet and it's actually the planet is like a spaceship of its own and you're like what the fuck <laughs> what is happening yeah and then six is you start out you're an adventuring party and you have to like you're trying to see the oracle and figure out what's going on in the world and you help all the different kings and queens in their various quests and you level up and once you appease all the kings of the realm they will vote and allow you to see the oracle you go down underneath the like the main capital and where they vote like to let you see the oracle yeah and you go beneath the building and you go down there and you flip a switch and like, well, I guess you need to get the memory crystals first, which you're like, this seems weird. <laughs> 
and you flip a switch and this screen literally like rises up and this computer face pops up. It's like, ah, uh, yeah, I'm the Oracle. I'm uh, I'm just a computer. And you're yeah. like, what? What? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a supercomputer from uh, space. And uh, so the answers you're looking for are uh, those devils you've been fighting are the Kriegan. They're a space race. They basically infect every planet they come to. They drop a hive onto a planet and then they spread out, tear the, kill all the people and tear all the resources out of the planet before they leave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking sure. <laughs> yeah, right. So the like devils you're fighting, they're devils. They're bad guys. They're here to kill everyone and strip the planet of its resources. So, yeah. hey, could you go, I don't know, blow up their spaceship? And you're like, what? What their what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, if you have trouble blowing up their spaceship, here's a gun. Yeah. A what? <laughs> Yeah, and like it's that just continues. All of the games do this where it's like, hang on, <laughs> fantasy, 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 hard turn. Yeah. And I love that about them. And that's one of the like, I don't, I am currently DMing a game that does not have this, but I do want to DM a game that eventually has some nonsense like this, where it's just like, we're just doing some stock fantasy shit and then chaos. Just like you uncover one secret and there is like actual Illuminati secret society of aliens. Yeah, see? That sounds fun. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, but uh, as much as I love these games, partly, obviously, because I grew up on them, uh, and I can tell you that, like, they are not... They are... If you play D&D &D and know all the rules, you will probably pick them up pretty quick because they don't differ that much. But if you're coming in from just, like, an outside perspective, I could definitely see them being very confusing, especially how they display a bunch of stuff and, like, they don't bother explaining a lot of the stats. Yeah. Because they just follow regular RPG stuff. Your strength affects your two hit and your damage. Your dexterity uh, affects your ranged attacks and your armor class. Your intelligence affects your spell casting. Like, it's just D&D. &D. <laughs> you know, uh, that wasn't my issue with the game. It was uh, coming in, and it's an old school game, so it has uh, old school ideas where, like, it doesn't hold your hand at all. There is no, like, uh, it's weird coming in to it now, right? Yeah. Uh, because there is no, like, quest marker. Mm -hmm. uh, you check your journal, or you wrote that the fuck down. Yes. Like, you you need to remember. Mm -hmm. And that's not bad, right? But it's, it's weird to hop into... And not, like, uh, because I've only played the one and only for a couple hours that, like, for whatever reason, that didn't occur to me that, like, oh, yeah, bruh, it's old school, like, or just, you know, like, fucking coming into it. I feel lost as shit. And the game is like, yeah, welcome to the world, asshole. Like, what did you expect? Like, fuck, nobody tells you what to do. You got to figure it the fuck out. Yeah. Like, I was supposed to go to some temple, I think. And then the game's like, eh, maybe. <laughs> what do? And they're like, yeah. Uh, my basement's filled with rats. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, as I've said, I think where nine is one of the worst. And God help us if we actually ever actually have to play it. Because, um, like, as I said, six and seven both start out much more fun. Sure. Uh, six gives you a few quests to start off. Yeah. Like, in the starting area, they're like, hey, that abandoned temple is full of rats and needs cleared out. Also, someone's gone missing over. So you have two quests to do over there. And then the mayor of the starting town, she's like, hey, uh, the goblins built a house, the goblin watchtower. 
on top of the hill. I need you to go clear that place out. Great. Yeah. Fuck those goblins. Two early quests right away. And they're pretty like standard for, again, RPG stuff. Like, yeah. go kill the goblins. Go clear out an abandoned temple full of rats. Right. Perfect way go to kill start. kill rats. Go take out the gobos. Yeah. Fucking yeah. fantasy shit just all day. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, seven starts you out with a literal tutorial island. Yeah. Where they're like, all right, here's how this shit works. You need to collect these. I think it's like five things. Before we let you off the island. Oh, yeah, sure. Like, I have to, like, uh, personally and or on stream, because, like, I like the Hero series. Yeah. But, like, I find going into just, like, might and magic basically impossible. And, like, it's the kind of thing that I want to like, and especially, like, uh, watching you play it. Like, you look like you're having a good time, but you also know, like, six, seven, and eight, like, the back of your hand. Oh, quite literally. It's not a problem for you to just start and go. Oh, yeah. Especially if you ever watch me play Zevin, which... Again, if you've seen the streams, I think I've beaten seven like five times on stream now with various challenge modes and mods and stuff. Yeah. Uh, That first tutorial island, there's a lot of things you can do that are either not necessarily immediately obvious or are kind of uh, ways around some stuff that are really useful. So like there's dragon, the dragonflies are in it and uh, you can lure them into town to kill a bunch of townspeople. (laughs) Now, the reason why this is good is because one of the quest items you need is on a person and she'll sell it to you. But why spend $300 on this quest item when you can just have a dragonfly killer? Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) Uh, The same goes for Mr. Malowick and his fireball staff. Uh, It's a wand of fireballs, which is really strong early, and he'll sell it to you for a ton of gold. Or you just have some fireflies kill him. So one of the tricks is to just immediately go aggro a bunch of enemies and lead them into town and just kill all the townspeople for you. Because if the dragonflies do it, you don't incur any negative reputation. Yeah, you didn't kill him. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. No, yeah, sure. Why not? Well, because the fireball wand comes in handy when you kill the actual dragon. Because there's an actual dragon on the island. Uh, when they were like, oh, I just thought they were talking about dragonflies. But there's an actual dragon. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a dragon. And if you kill the dragon, dragons have the highest tier loop in the game. Oh, sure. So you can actually pull uh, artifacts and relics from its corpse. Sure, of course. So, like, get geared up. Also, uh, I don't. it's a failure in their coding, but I don't know what it is and if they just left it because they don't care. Occasionally, like one out of every 100 times when you loot a body, it gives you the loot but doesn't remove the body. Oh. Yeah. Uh, affectionately referred to as multi-looting. Right. And uh, so if you're willing to just like know the quick keys for saving, you can just loot and like quick save and quick load and just loot until you either multi-loot or get like a relic. Oh, yeah, sure. And sometimes you can multi-loot relics and then you can literally leave the first island with like the best gear in the entire game. Damn. <laughs> I am God. <laughs> you walk in because then like the next quest after you beat the tutorial island is literally kill a bunch of goblins you know your starter fantasy thing yeah yeah except then you roll up with your like walking in with all your named weapons and shit yeah yeah this is wallace the cleaver and you're like what Uh, (laughs) my sword is calabrimbor the nightbringer yeah what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) this goblin's just standing there like it's what (laughs) your wizard is wielding a staff that holds the dark heart of a lich and he's like uh You can see the evil energy pulsing from it. <laughs> uh. 
So yeah, uh, it's part of these games that actually inspired me to get into D&D and world building. Um, so that's, you know, why they have a place for me. I don't, uh, like anyone who couldn't play them or doesn't enjoy them at this point, I'm not that surprised. Um, I, as I said, if you are really into D&D, I wouldn't, uh, you know, not recommend them. You know, they are old. They are kind of weird. But that's, I mean, they are D&D. And so it's a interesting little thing. They're probably super cheap at this point. I mean. Oh, God, I bet. Right? Like, uh, there's compatible, ver- like, don't try to find the original version. The compatible versions on uh, good old games is where you want to get them. As well as, and as I said, this is weird. There is a modding community that there are mods that have released for these games in the last, like, two years. Damn. Yeah, the community, as I said, weirdly there. So, uh, yeah, that was me talking about my magic for probably far too long. <laughs> uh, let me check my time on this. That's a, that's a taste of what I get. Uh, IRL. Is, uh... Yeah, that's probably. <laughs> Jason goes off on my magic sometimes. Look, sometimes you got to talk about things that no one else cares about uh, just because. Hey, I'd rather listen to that than you talk about sports because I really don't care about sports. God, that'd be way fun. Yes. <laughs> what, is my fucking eyes glaze over and you watch the life leave my body? Yeah. Because I know you've seen that before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Like, <laughs> he walks up at me and another coworker. We're just uh, talking about hockey. And, like, you can just see as he hears the conversation as he gets close, his brain just being like, no, abandon ship. <laughs> abandon ship. <laughs> it's like, I try and be supportive when you talk about uh, sports and stuff because you get excited about it. And I'm happy for you. But, like, man, I just, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, if you have anything we want to talk, you want us to talk about, uh, so, like, if you want to throw us a sports question, I don't know. I assume none of our listeners watch sports. Uh, if you want to throw us any questions, anything you want us to talk about here on this, that, them, their podcast, email the badgamecast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us anywhere else, the Bad Gamecast on all our social medias, uh, Twitch, YouTube, Reddit. Uh, we have a Discord server. If you want to get a hold of us, probably the best way to get a hold of us. Absolutely, uh, yeah. The Discord server link to join that is in the description. If you want to actually support us with, I, I think I just got to go gold coins again. Hell I yeah. Know, like, <laughs> you're a dragon, you hoard gold. Uh, and hoard that gold into our coffers. Patreon.com forward slash the Bad Gamecast. Uh, yes, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. You guys are the fucking best. Yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, let's fucking uh, let's get going. Uh, for the bad game cast, I've been uh, Red Jim. I'm the draconic power of Boulder. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>